This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hey, it's Casey. Thank you so much for shining on today. Grateful to spend some time with you. I came across, and maybe you saw it too, in Time Magazine. Actually, it was time.com, where the Dalai Lama wrote that prayer is not enough. The Dalai Lama says that we need to fight coronavirus with compassion. So I want to start our time together today by just sharing uh, these words from the Dalai Lama and uh, see how you feel about them. He writes, sometimes friends ask me to help with some problem in the world using, quote, magical powers. I always tell them the Dalai Lama has no magical powers. If I did, I would not feel pain in my legs or a sore throat. We are all the same as human beings, and we experience the same fears, the same hopes, and the same uncertainties. From the Buddhist perspective, every sentient being is acquainted with suffering and the truths of sickness, old age, and death. But as human beings, we have the capacity to use our minds to conquer anger and panic and greed. In recent years, he writes, I've been stressing, quote, emotional disarmament to try to see things realistically and clearly without the confusion of fear or rage. If a problem has a solution, we must work to find it. If it does not, we need not waste time thinking about it. We Buddhists, says the Dalai Lama, believe that the entire world is interdependent. That's why I often speak about the universal responsibility. The outbreak of this terrible coronavirus has shown that what happens to one person can soon affect every other being. But it also reminds us that a compassionate or constructive act, whether working in hospitals or just observing social distancing, has the potential to help many. Ever since the news emerged about the coronavirus in Wuhan, I've been praying for my brothers and sisters in China and everywhere else. Now we can see that nobody is immune to this virus. We are all worried about loved ones and the future of both the global economy and our own individual homes. But prayer is not enough. The Dalai Lama continues, This crisis shows that we must all take responsibility where we can. We must combine the courage doctors and nurses are showing with empirical science to begin to turn this situation around and protect our future from more such threats. In this time of great fear, writes the Dalai Lama, it is important that we think of the long-term challenges and possibilities of the entire globe. Photographs of our world from space clearly show that there are no real boundaries on our blue planet. Therefore, all of us must take care of it and work to prevent climate change and other destructive forces. This pandemic serves as a warning that only by coming together with a coordinated global response will we meet the unprecedented magnitude of the challenges we face. And just a little bit more. We must remember that nobody is free of suffering and extend our hands to others who lack homes, resources, or family to protect them. This crisis shows us that we are not separate from one another, even when we are living apart. Therefore, we all have a responsibility to exercise compassion and help. 
As a Buddhist, I believe in the principle of impermanence, writes the Dalai Lama. Eventually this will pass, as I have seen wars and other terrible threats pass in my lifetime. And we will have the opportunity to rebuild our global community, as we have done many times before. I sincerely hope that everyone can stay safe and stay calm. At this time of uncertainty, it is important that we do not lose hope and confidence in the constructive efforts so many are making. This article from the Dalai Lama at time.com. And he stresses prayer is not enough. We need to fight with compassion. And that is the lesson that I am taking forward from all of this. However, even though I'm feeling compassionate, I found myself at great odds this week with the rest of the universe. I just feel I'm not in step with so many close to me. And then I saw a social media post that said, we are all in the same storm, but we are not in the same boat. And that is true. We are all experiencing this in different ways. So I reached out to my friend Sharon Rosen, who is a wonderful spiritual teacher, and I knew she could bring some balance into my life and into all our lives. So we welcome Sharon Rosen back to Shine On. Here's what happened to me the other day in CVS. I went in for my Claritin D, and you know you have to go to the pharmacy for that, and so I had to walk through CVS. And there were I was surrounded by Easter bunnies and uh, Easter candy, and I could not remember if Easter happened or if it was coming. And I really had like a little fit, crying fit behind my mask in the CVS thinking, oh my God, I need help. You know, this quarantine isolation, even though I'm coming to the studio every day, I only see two or three people. And then I'm back home on the couch with my husband and I am losing. And I'm sure as others are, I have to constantly remind myself what day it is and also what month it is. So can you ground me? Can you do your magic heart-centered thing that you do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what comes to me is, first of all, literally grounding in in your senses is always a helpful thing. And I also just want to say, I'm not advocating for, you know, breakdowns, but I think this is a time when we also have to be really gentle with ourselves if we do lose it a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Remember that... Sometimes in 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 a such a free fall sort of a situation, a, a little bit of that is not unexpected. And then to come back, literally focusing on your feet can help. Mm-hmm. Bringing yourself back into your body and your breath, and standing and and tuning in inside. And you know, sometimes I'll just kind of put a hand on my chest or on my lower abdomen and check in with myself and say, you know, you're okay. In this moment, you're, you're okay. And tuning into the place in myself where I really know that. It's harder and harder to find that place. Mm, interesting, because I've actually been talking to a few people who are not having that experience. Oh, tell me about them. I find really interesting. One of my friends is actually a trauma survivor, and she said she never would have expected this, but there's a part of her that's like, I know how to do this. Oh. I know. And meanwhile, I've experienced several losses, one to the virus, one to, you know, whatever was going on in my friend's life. And so it's been a lot of, you know, like riding the waves, falling off the surfboard, you know, floundering around, getting back on. But I think the thing that's helping me the most 
is to really take a more not not a spiritual bypassing kind of thing like that. Oh, it's all good. Everything's really on the you know in the in the meta level. Everything is fine. You know, not that kind of you know happy face spiritual focus, but to just really tune into the deeper truth of what I'm ultimately connected to is one of the things that I think is really helping me and to focus more on that than on the news, the numbers, the press conferences. Personally, I am not paying attention to a lot of that stuff and I'm taking walks every day. I feel very blessed. I live somewhere where I can just walk outside my door and walk and not be around a lot of people and not wear a mask and just enjoy being outside. But to touch the ground, not to just walk on the pavement, but to literally touch the ground and do some grounding. Even if you just step outside your door, if you have a place where you can step onto a patch of ground is really helpful and tune into that support that's always there. We're talking to Sharon Rosen. When you say you you take time to to be connected to what you're really connected to, to, yes. to, to pay attention to what you're really connected to. Let me ask you that very simple question. What are you really connected to? The creative force, the, the, that, that which allows everything to exist. Okay. Whether you want to call it God, or I like to actually think of it as the mystery because we can't really know it, but that something larger that we are all woven into the fabric of, when I pay attention to that, when I focus on that and kind of, I almost think of it like like a fishing line, you know, you have to, like, you, you spin out and you have to kind of reel yourself back in and harness your awareness and connect it to that. Okay. And that connection to the creative force, creative source, it's different for everyone, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it has, I think at its core, it has a particular flavor that we all recognize. And yeah, and you're right, it might be a slightly different flavor, but it's kind of like that story where, you know, if you take six um, priests or rabbis or ministers from six different types of religions, they're probably going to have a lot of differences, but if you take six mystics, from each of those traditions, they're going to have more in common. Right. So it's that place of common mystical connection is, for me, the important thing to stay focused on and connected to right now, and not so much the minutia of how hard everything is right now, which it is, not to diminish it either. But if I just focus on, oh, everything's really hard, and I have to do masks and gloves, and I can't just stop at the store and pick up a thing for dinner... You know, those things are all true, but if that's where I'm focusing, it's going to be even harder. Right. When you step outside and stand on the earth, are you consciously thinking of connecting with your creative source? I probably am. You know, I'm so used to it that I don't think about it, so it's great to have you ask the question so I can kind of parse it out. I think I am, and also I'm literally feeling that there's life force under my feet, as opposed to if I'm on the road, on, on the concrete. So there's life force. There's, I'm feeling the air on my skin. I'm feeling how it is to breathe fresh air coming in and out. I'm feeling the coolness on my skin. So it's also a very sensory experience. 
Sharon Rosen is, is our guest, and we're talking about um, what we're going through, I guess. You mentioned yeah. that you've spoken to people who've experienced trauma, and some of them are okay with all that's going on because you said um, they've done it before. They know how to manage it. Right. Wow. Right, and, I, and I've also spoken to some people who, you know, maybe they're introverts and... It isn't always easy for them to go out. Or interesting that some people that I've spoken to find that they're doing better than they would have expected. And I think part of it is that we all collectively suddenly have permission to slow down and stay home and be quiet and tune into ourselves in a different way. Even if it's as simple as you're making dinner more often, you're not picking up takeout like you usually do, or relying on pre-made things. There's something about that that's very self-connecting, self-nurturing, almost maybe self-soothing, unless you really hate it. But I know somebody who hates cooking, and even that, she's like, you know, I'm doing more cooking because we're home. Right. I 100% adore the pace because I always... I, I love to sit on the couch at night and mm-hmm. look up at the sky through this one particular window, and I can see the kids uh, from my front window going by on their bicycles. I've never mm-hmm. never seen that before in my community. Oh, yeah. So I love the new pace. I love it, and I pray that I don't give it back. I pray mm-hmm. that I never speed up too much. This is definitely my pace, and I enjoy not asking my husband... We would every Sunday night we would say to each other, "What do you have this week?" Yeah. Which meant how many days or nights will you be out of the house this week? Right. And often we'd find that it would we'd only have maybe a day uh, or an evening that we were both off at the same time. So. I love this pace. I love, there are so many things I'm not going to put back in my life. I'm, the only thing I'm really sure of is that I'm not going to go to the hair salon as much as I used to. (laughs) Right? I'm getting so many compliments on my hair that I was ready to have it cut, like, right before everything shut down. It was that time. And it's just growing out, and I'm doing different things with it. And I keep getting so many compliments when I see people on Zoom. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, that's the one thing I'm sure of is like, yeah, I spent too much time there. You know, yeah. I, I love not having to run to get my hair done. So so that's good. But also, um, I, I want to just jump back to the trauma part. I think for some people who have experienced trauma, this could trigger their yes. trauma. And I think that's a really important point is it's so individual. It's so individual that I spoke with this friend who is really one of my closest friends and We've been dealing so differently with the situation that has actually created a rift in our friendship, and we finally spoke about it yesterday. So it does affect everyone differently, and then can we be really compassionate, non-judgmental? There's so much judgment on social media about people, masks, not masks, not wearing a mask. Right? It's like, can we just do our best, take care of ourselves, hope that other people do, but not? you don't know Maybe that person has trouble breathing anyway, and the thought of wearing a mask feels like suffocation. We don't know. We don't know. So can we 
be even more compassionate, yes. even less judgmental. And this is the lesson, and I've mentioned it before on this show and on a couple of my Zooms, this is the lesson I want to—I don't want to miss, and that's the lesson of compassion. I just want to mention before I forget, um, the weatherman that I work with every day, he's a big, tall man, and he wears glasses, you know, and the glasses are enormous because he's a big, tall man, you know, he has a big head. He put on a mask and went into a store, and his glasses fogged up, and this big, tall, strong, athletic man had a panic attack. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't, he had to leave the store rather than take off his mask in yep. the store, which is not uh, the proper thing to do. He just had a panic attack, mm. and he couldn't even believe it that he had a panic panic yep. attack. But if you wear glasses, your glasses do fog up with a mask. Well, I have, I do yeah. wear glasses, and it is. It's kind of a tricky thing yeah. when I have a mask on. It's a tricky. Figure thing. out how to wear it so that I'm safely covered, but that I actually am not fogging my glasses up. Exactly. That sense of the unknown. You know, you said he never, like, he was shocked that he had a panic attack because it's probably not in his usual constitution but nothing is usual right now right it gives us an opportunity to be super kind super aware and truly tuned into what matters like you said you and your husband now are getting to spend more time together because you're not on these crazy schedules where you're running around to all these different events and meetings and mm-hmm. It's good. Um, I spoke to a woman on a Zoom the other day who has a 30-year-old son who's on the autistic spectrum. Mm -hmm. And putting on a mask triggers him. He cannot do it. So when they go out for a walk at night, they've rehearsed what he will say if someone challenges him. Mm. And, you know, he's taking care of himself. Like, Mom, I can't put the mask on. She's like, okay, we just need to prepare that someone may challenge you. And I think that's part of my message at this time is um, check yourself before you challenge anybody. Oh, I love that. Check, Check yourself before, before you, you challenge, challenge anybody. anybody We're not our best selves right now. Many of us aren't our best selves right now. Mm-hmm. And and the judgment can be just, you know, the the, the 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 what is that? The shield that we're carrying in front of ourselves, you know, because we're just so afraid. So yeah. And one of the things I've talked about before, and I promise I'll stop talking about it, is when we see that people throw their used gloves on the ground, please see that those gloves are saying, I'm scared. Yeah. And they're also saying F you. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> they are. They're saying F you. They're saying I'm scared. They're saying I don't want to die. You know, they're, it, it's whoever's throwing their gloves on the ground, they're not mm, in a mindful state. And we need to have all our compassion with us if we're going to move through this without, without being the virus. Yes. And, and, and hurting each other. And right? hurting each other and spreading more fear and anger and confusion it's not helpful no not so compassion if you can even if it's just holding your tongue when you see something or 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 scrolling past that social media negativity um take the compassion with you yeah yeah Yeah. all right sharon rosen tell everybody what you do in case they want to call you and get a session oh well i am a transition coach and change catalyst So I'm really helping people deal with being in the unknown and getting a sense of more solid ground under them by tuning in more to that spiritual core. And I do that through Zoom or phone sessions. I do spiritual healing and counseling sessions. 
I'm also teaching Reiki virtually now, and it's been phenomenal. I'm teaching Reiki one-on-one, and that's been really helpful because it gives people a tool. I mean, you know this, Casey. Reiki gives you a tool that you have for your whole life for self-care, and if you do level two, you learn how to do distance healing so you can support other people. Um, So it's really been something that actually came out of the pandemic. Right. Asking me, like, I really, like, I really want to learn Reiki, and I really want to learn it now. Can you teach it to me virtually? And I said, yes. Wonderful. been fabulous. So it's SharonRosen.com, S-H-A-R-O-N-R-O-S-E-N.com. People want to call me. I'm always happy to hear from people, 973-768-8257, call or text. I'm always happy to, to be of whatever support I can. Thank you so much. I think the theme that we stumbled into is... Um similar to a a social media post I saw this week, is that we're all in the same storm, but we are in different boats. Yes. Can you just tell us, like, in a a nutshell, the situation between you and your friend? It was a shock that two people that seem to mostly really get each other and support each other unconditionally suddenly found that in dealing in such very different ways with the effects of pandemic and quarantine and having to shift everything you do online and she's gotten a lot busier uh, I'm a little bit less busy I've kind of shut down she lives alone I have a partner so it's like all of our differences got illuminated mm-hmm. it really it was hard and anxiety producing quite honestly um, for me and but we had the best talk last night and I think that's the the key to our friendship is that we you know we can each bring a lot to the table with honesty and compassion I think our needs were just very different so if one person has a need for contact in a certain way and the other person has a need for shutting down then one person's not getting their needs met right right and then and then you know like if I was coming forward, but then she was super busy and then she wasn't available, then I'm not getting my need for contact met. Gotcha. Yeah, it was really it was really a lot about that, but it did illuminate. You know, you always have little things about people that rub you the wrong way. Like I think it just illuminated certain things. Right. Really, in the grand scheme of things, are not that big or that important, but it did kind of cast a different light on everything. And, and you know, being able to talk and be honest and be non-judgmental and not blamey and just say, this is my experience. What's your experience? Oh, this is my experience of that weird exchange we had. It's the ability to lean back and rest into the love that's underneath it all, which to me is kind of like the thing with the spirituality. It's like connect to the thing that's that's bigger than all of the that little <laughs> kind of stuff right all right so we'll have compassion for the people who are reaching out and for the compassion for the people who are shutting down yeah and the people that just are not not where we are in how they're responding and she didn't want to talk about how good she was doing because she was hearing from me you know we lost a family member to the virus i lost a very dear friend to something else all within, you know, a few weeks' time. So, and there's good things happening too, but I was, I guess, mostly talking about the not good things. Mm. Where it's like, I'm good. And then she felt bad about being good, you know? I know. I know. <laughs> She's lucky to have a friend like you who can talk the way you do. Well, and, and it goes both ways. So I'm, I'm, we're both blessed. And, um, 
and I just wish for everyone to stay as much as you can to to stay in your heart, to stay in your higher wisdom, or at least to to do what you can to access it as much as possible, and to know that on some level, everyone is doing the best they can at the time, given what they have to work with. That is Sharon Rosen, and I thank her for her wisdom today, and I thank the Dalai Lama for his wisdom, and I thank Heidi for her wisdom, one of the wonderful women who's been helping me cope during this challenging time. And I thank you so much for tuning in today, and I thank you so much for sharing this time with me. You can find out more at Casey.co, K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O, and that is where I want you to send your favorite quotes, please, and we'll finish up the show with one of your quotes. So today, as I remind every one of us to have compassion for yourself and compassion for other people, our thought for the day comes from that social media post that I saw this week that said, we are all in the same storm, but we are not in the same boat. Love one another. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.